People ask us about the property market every day. We're going to cover that. Stay tuned. It's a balanced market. And what does that mean? Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes, episode 485. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak. How is the market? Is it still going up? Is it down? We believe it's closer to that balanced market at the moment. What does that mean from a deal-to-deal basis? Because, like, people hear a rising market, but they don't necessarily know how to act. In a slower market, they don't necessarily know how to act. And it does change the negotiations and the process of a typical sale through there. Like, Mark, go through like in a rising market, which we've had probably up until the last month, and a good indicator is auction rates. We were up 90 to 100% in a lot of areas, and now we're sort of 70 to 80 what we're seeing on the ground with open homes. So we've got a pretty good understanding where we're seeing it and the offers on there. Just before you go into how a buyer should act on a balanced market, maybe just show the contrast of how a buyer had to act for the last six months to secure a property and maybe if they're still looking, what they may be able to do now. And also uh, it's, 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 it's changing daily. Like now with the lockdowns in um, uh, New South Wales hitting um, yesterday, that's definitely going to change the market for sellers and for buyers as well. It makes you know even um, we're getting some we're getting some legislation in our industry handed down today as a result of yesterday. So it's going to be interesting to see how we conduct our opens, our auctions, and stuff like that. How, how that affects pricing. Um, but look, mate, um, definitely uh, the balanced market. Um, what's the question again? So a buyer's process in a rising market like we've had for the last six months to a balanced market, like it, when it's really fast, you've got a lot of less time to consider if you want to buy it. So, so I wanted to talk about the COVID thing, so got that out of the way. But look, it, it's, it's, I think when, you, when, you, when you're establishing what's happening in the property market, um, there's two distinct different markets. There's a buyer's market, uh, which is, you know, uh, property values are level, maybe even down. Um, there's not many offers in on a property. There's not many people attending open houses. That's when the bulls and the buyers caught. That's a buyer's market. Now, a seller's market is when the, the sellers are, it's like playing the lottery, and they're just getting such unbelievable prices in the marketplace, and it's just too good to be true. And people are just like going, can you believe that price can you believe this price can you believe that that's the seller's market i think yeah. on a technical a technical just before we get into balance market just on a technical term in the buyer market you get long you can get long cooling off periods you can get before you have to go unconditional you can get a building and pest done you can get a strata report done you can check your finances approved you can almost dot every i across every t before you go unconditional because you're not the only buyer. In the rising market, it's like 10% deposit down now, go unconditional, and don't worry about your building and pants. 
wow, you offered that, it was accepted. Now someone else has offered more, that was accepted. Now you're offering more, that was accepted. Like, that's a technical people that people may be able to relate to. So what does it mean now? In a buyer's market, a seller's market, um, wherever you, whatever it is in, um, there's actually a lot of anxiety attached to it for buyers because as a buyer, when you're buying in a buyer's market, you're not competing with anyone. You're like, you know, but you know what you're thinking in the back of your head? Uh, am I going to buy this? And is the price going to go down further? Yeah. That's yeah. what you think in a buyer's market. In a seller's market, you're thinking, shit, 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 shit. Oh, my God, uh, as a buyer, you're thinking, if I don't buy this now, I'm going to be paying 50000 more for it next month. I'm going to buy. Don't worry about the building inspection. Don't worry about anything. So, you know, they're the two distinct markets that we're always yeah. floating between. They're both emo- emotional roller coaster because on the other one, you're worried if it goes down. The other one, you spend, you may miss out on a few and you're like, I've, I've just spent thousands on lawyers and buildings, shit, and it goes up. <laughs> yeah, yeah family, pretty family telling you, I can't believe in both markets. Family saying, I can't believe you paid that for the property. In a yeah. in a buyer's market, people are saying, I can't believe you paid that high. And uh, yeah. in a seller's market, they go, I can't believe you paid that either. But um, you know what? What's consistent is over a very long period, irrelevant yep. to whether you're in a buyer's market or a seller's market at the time. Property value in ten years generally will double. Um, yeah. So that's that's always always the way thing you know things will go. So what about now, balance market? At a new okay, level, so we're not disputing that, but balance. It's a balance market now, guys. So what do you reckon? I've been talking a lot. What do you reckon? Yeah, so this is where, from a buyer's point of view, you've got to categorise the property you're looking at. Because in a balance market, some properties will pop, just like a rising market. And they're going to be typically the ones you love, <laughs> um, but more your unicorn properties that are unique. So if you're looking at two-bedroom apartments and then you've got one, one, your average two-bedroom will be balanced, pretty cruisy, maybe one, two offer makers, and you can sort of take your time and be less stressed and confident with the price. You're not worried about it going up or down. You're like, it's going to be, it is what I paid for it. But then you get the, then you look at this two-bedroom with a view and a huge balcony and maybe a double lockup and that could be true and that could go like a rising market where you've got to act like it so i think for a buyer you really need to be honest with yourself and go are you buying a typical property or are you looking for a unicorn a unicorn will still pop in a balanced market just as much as it would in probably a rising market but the difference is the average property are average in a balance and in a rising market they still pop as well so okay. we get the language right just so if you've just tuned in so what we're talking about is where we are in the marketplace at the moment and i want to get the language right a buyer's market a seller's market and a balanced market they're the three markets now you've just referred to uh, a rising market a rising market would be property values going up that would be good for the seller that's a seller that that's a that's a seller's a seller's market right so yeah. uh, when property values going down that would be a buyer's market or level that would be a buyer's market so there's distinctly if you're ever trying to talk about when when we as salespeople talk about internally in our offices talk about um where the market is we always distinguish it's a buyer's market or 
it's a seller's market or it's a balanced market. It's never all three. Um, so, sellers, so just to chat in there, when you said a balanced market is a buyer's market, we do find a lot of uh, it's just as much a seller's market because yep. most people, when they sell, they're buying. And the biggest issue we've had now is people don't know if they should buy or sell first. If they sell first, by the time they find something to buy, can they even buy what they want for what they sold for? So I think a balanced market... Yes, it does. You lose a little bit of that potential pop, but you you may be a lot more happier on the purchase on the other side of it. So look holistically on the deal. If you're someone who's selling and you, I don't know moving in with the kids, then yeah, that would suck because um, you don't you're not worried about buying again. But ninety percent of people must be are buying again. Well, the first four months of this year. Um were violent yeah. uh, and the first four months of this year was a seller's market but for the seller um they uh they shit themselves so much that they stopped putting their properties on the market because they mm. were like man this is great that i'm going to get a capital price an incredible price for my place but what the hell am I going to get? What am I going to buy? I can't even, like, I'm not going to be able to buy in this crazy market. So what actually happened when it got towards the sort of um, April sort of market, people just stopped putting their property on the market for sale because they're like, this is just silly. Um, I'm not going to be able to buy. So it actually it really made that market very aggressive. So And then it sort of, it sort of all pulled back quite a lot, the market. Stock came on. Yeah, it's a it's a four swing, isn't it? Lots of ups and downs, balancing. It's um it's interesting, but yeah, anything. Else, I think that sort of covered it. Did you want to add anything else to it? How long do you think a balanced market lasts? Where do you th- how long? We'll both say what we think. I like a balanced market. It's it's more natural. It's not crazy. Lisa Novak says lots of vendors requesting long, yeah, or reducible settlements. Um. You can't request shit when it's a, when it's a, a, a seller's market. Um, the market's running too fast on you, um, and you, it terms. It, you know, it's almost like if you're asking the seller for terms as a buyer, the seller's going, "Why the hell am I going to do terms for you? I've got nine people interested in the property. What am I going to do terms for you for?" But in a balanced market. You're going to get some negotiation there. You're going to get people leaning over a little bit for you, doing a long settlement, doing a reducible settlement and stuff like that. Um, and Michelle's, Michelle reckons that it's the same out there in Forbes. Um, yeah, that's a good point wedding. between the seller market, buyer market. Who can negotiate the terms? And the typical terms are smaller deposits, longer settlements, especially depending how the banks are sometimes. I know a couple of years ago when banks are really tough, well, they're tough now. They're easy now, but they're tough because they're so busy. It takes a lot of time. So that's interesting Luke's there. Luke's saying pay listing price sometimes. It's true. Um, I, I think in the in a seller's market, you're definitely paying a listing price or more. Uh, in a buyer's market, you're often chipping way under and getting it. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just... I guess look, the market's consistently changing. It's always changing. We don't want we don't want it to be a buyer's market all the time because that means property values won't go up. We don't want it. But at the same time, you know what I I 
always explain to people, Burge, people go, oh, mate, you must be so happy. You must be killing it in real estate. What you've got to remember is in real estate, it's not the values of property aren't as important as the volumes of property. Mm-hmm. So when it's, for instance, it's a violent, crazy, pumping marketplace, but you don't have a lot of properties to sell, I would rather a shit marketplace where I'm selling a lot of properties. Yeah, because so, in a tough market, because in a good in a seller's market, everyone, every agent looks like a porn star. So when vendors look out, they go, "He got to go price. He got to go price. She got to go." Like it, it doesn't really matter. There, there's less uh, prestige on that negotiation. In a down market, it's hard to get a deal together. A good agent stands out a lot more for actually getting the deals together. Um, all markets are different and tough. Obviously, we love quick sales because it's such an emotional journey for that owner. And we've seen the pain when they're on the market for six, eight, 12 weeks in those tough markets. Like a lot of time they're selling due to death, divorce, and it really holds. It can be quite battling. So on the emotional side of things you, you and the personal side, you obviously love the rising market because people are in and out. It's never a, a, an overnight decision to sell. So, before we sign out, um, I just want to mention something about buyers agents. We've got a great <laughs> buyers agent, Luke Moroni, um, online at the moment. He said, "I like sellers. Uh, I like a seller's market. Uh, being a buyers agent. Now, I do have to say." In those first three or four months of this year, I did see buyer's agent, the use of a buyer's agent absolutely explode because buyers were just finding it so hard. And I find that buyer's agents feed off the fear of loss. And there was a lot of, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of fear of loss going on for the first three months. So I found that uh, you know, there, there was there was good use and a lot of use of buyers agents. Boy, there's a lot of our buyers agents around at the moment. So that 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 segment of the market must have really grown a lot this in the last year. Yeah, which is good. And and the end of the day, if they all add the service, those those clients are more likely to go back to them and use them, and it becomes more familiar. Especially yes. Northern Beaches, we've never seen a lot. So we're more talking from our experience locally. Um, because there's always been a pretty sort of, even when it's bad, it's not that bad. And yeah, but if you're looking to buy a Monaval with 40% growth, you would want someone on your side hunting around for you. Yeah, that's right. And mum, and I know you mentioned it last time to Luke, but Luke, that's a serious topic for us to talk about. Let's let's get Luke on to talk about using buyer's agents, the buyer yeah. agent explosion. Yeah, maybe Saturday, Saturday morning, Luke, or if we can do it next week, just let us know. Just message me, send me a text. Let me know if you're yeah. this next Monday. That's all good. It's a balanced market, kids. In summary, that's what it is. Now you know what to call it. It's not a buyer's market at the moment. It's not a seller's market at the moment. It's beautifully, uh, right, as pendulums beautifully maybe sitting in the middle. market. Hey. <laughs> 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 okay all good thanks everyone see you everyone take care